Well, hello and welcome back to the podcast. It's Tom here and I'm with Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, Tom. Good to be with you. And just around the corner is the start of Lent, which means that we're here to talk about books, uh, Lent devotionals, and then some other books as well. Uh, we were just talking and uh, it perhaps seems like the normal way of doing this used to be uh, that Roger would come up in front of the whole church and hold up some books. And um, But it, times have changed. And uh, I think this is the third time, maybe even the fourth time we've done this. So um, it's good to be back with you, Roger. Thank you. Yes, it's um, yeah, much rather be doing this in front of the church and actually putting books into people's hands. But um, uh, that's not to be for the moment. Um, but I think it's it's good to reflect that the sort of seasons of the year provide us with an excuse to uh, to refocus perhaps on on Christ and uh, Lent. I think does lend itself to that. Um, begins next week, Wednesday, the seventeenth of February. Um, and as a church, we'll be doing a series of Lent podcasts. But you might want to turn your thoughts to to reading a book as well during Lent. Um, last year, if you can recall that. Um, I recommended a book by Sinclair Ferguson called To Seek and to Save. Uh, and this is really a, a journey with Jesus on the, the road to Jerusalem. Uh, and when he reflects on the, the second half of, of Luke's gospel and uh, helps us to prepare us for, for Easter, helps us to prepare our hearts to appreciate the, the death and resurrection of, of Jesus. Uh, as I say, it's, it's based on Luke's gospel. There's a short meditation for each day. Uh, a thought-provoking question and uh, an opportunity just to reflect in, in prayer and praise. Now, the reason I mentioned this book again is the, the good news is that I've actually got eight copies of it left on my shelf. And I've decided that the best thing to do is to give these away. So the first eight people who contact me can have a free book. All you have to oh. do is... Uh, <laughs> Freebies, that is good news, Roger. Very good news. <laughs> yep. So um, just um, send me an email, text me, whatever, whatever method is easiest. And uh, you can collect it from me. Or if you ask nicely, I'll deliver it to your door for no extra cost. <laughs> um, there is a new Lent book, though. And I, I wonder if you can guess who it's by. Well, I think Tim left us, um, left us wanting at Christmas. But... <laughs> Absolutely. Tim Chester. Um, and this time he's, he's put together a book called An Ocean of Grace. Um, and he says it's a journey to Easter with great voices from the past. Um, and it's a collection of daily devotions and prayers from, from great Christian writers of the past. Um, apparently includes Augustine, Spurgeon, John Bunyan. Catherine Parr, Martin Luther, so lots of different people. Um, and it's just an opportunity, again, to, to reflect each day, uh, a short reading, some heartwarming words that will um, point us to Christ and what he's done for us, um, and put together, held together by uh, Tim Chester. Um, I should have said that the, the first book by Sinclair Ferguson is published by the Good Book Company, as indeed is this one. Um, so a notion of grace, well worth having a look. Um, Tim's written a number of Advent, uh, Advent, well, he has done Advent books, but we're in Lent now. I'm losing track of where we are. Um, he's written two other Lent 
um, devotionals, the beauty of the cross and the glory of the cross, and those are, are both still available. There is another new Lent book um, available it's by an author called Paul David Tripp, who I, I'm sure many people listening to this will, will know of. Um, and this is called Journey to the Cross, a 40-day Lenten devotional. It's published by Crossway. Um, I was rather shocked because the full price is £18.99. Um, it's a nicely produced hardback, but I think there must be a diff different um, market for devotional books in the US than there is in, in the UK. But I, I do notice that um, despite the rather off-putting price, there are lots of savings to be made on this and uh, I'm sure you can save at least five pounds or more. Um, but if, if you appreciate it, uh, Paul David Tripp's writing, then I'm sure you'll find this very helpful. So those are some ideas for, for Lent. If you just want to, to prepare for Easter in a, in a different way, perhaps to, to read a, a classic or, or, or a new book, there's a couple of titles I, I'd mention. Um, first one is hot off the press. Well, it, actually, it's not even published yet. It's not published till the, till the beginning of March, 4th of March, it comes out. And it's a new book by Timothy Keller. And it's called Hope in Times of Fear, The Resurrection and the Meaning of Easter. Um, as some of you know, I'm a huge fan of Timothy Keller, um, and I can't imagine, but this won't be a, uh, this will be a, a really helpful book. Um, and I was thinking, do, do people give gifts for Easter? Uh, not sure, but they do on Easter eggs. But I think this would make a fantastic gift. It, it's full price is £17, but again, I know for, for, you can get it for £12 from the Good Book Company. And I've done my research, and, and that's the price of an extra-large galaxy milk chocolate egg from Tesco. So there you are. There's your choice, Timothy Keller or a milk chocolate egg from Tesco's. I guess one might last slightly longer than, than the other. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> um, so that's, that's a new book. Uh, obviously, I haven't read it, but uh, I'm sure it'll be very valuable. Uh, the second one I'd mentioned is a, is a classic. It's been out for, for many years. Um, but if you're looking for something that will, will satisfy you, really point you to, to the heart of, uh, of the gospel at Easter, then uh, I don't think I can do any better than recommend The Cross of Christ by John Stott. Um, most reviewers think this is his masterpiece and uh, well worth reading. And I think we'll, we'll, you do your world of good if you read that book. So Cross of Christ. So those are some suggestions for, for this particular period of, of time, but um, uh, there's a few other new titles I want to mention, but Tom, I think you've, you've, you've picked up on a couple of titles that are, uh, might be worth mentioning. Yeah, um, many of you might've heard of Mike Reeves. Uh, he teaches at um, Union Seminary, which is just across the water from us here. Um, and, and he's um, just published a new book with Crossway again, uh, called Rejoice and Tremble. Um, and this book is all about the fear of God. Now, I haven't read it, but I have listened to um, an interview with Mike Reeves where he described sort of what he's um, put in this book and a little bit about why he wrote it. Uh, the reason he says he wrote it is because he feels that in the church, perhaps our idea of the fear of God is quite backwards and quite wrong. Um, 
And um, I, I just found the way he described what he'd written really encouraging and helpful to me. And so I'm looking forward to getting hold of a copy soon. Um, he, he describes fear of God in terms of rejoicing and trembling. Um, so it's kind of a, a delight or an awe that makes you really tremble. Um, he used this illustration of um, the moment that a groom uh, on his wedding day kind of turns around and, and sees his bride coming down uh, the aisle and perhaps goes weak at the knees, perhaps trembles. Mm -hmm. Maybe um, there's a, a real moment of nervousness there. Um, and Mike Reeves says that that is the kind of feeling we're to have when uh, we're thinking about fear of God, um, because God is truly awesome and he truly loves us and he's imminent, he's with us, and yet he's also magnificent. And um, it's not a fear without love it is a fear driven by love um of course mike Greaves' great thesis of, of a lot of what he does is about the the love of god being underneath all of our our, our christian life uh, and, and i just really enjoyed him speaking about it and and i would highlight that one to you uh, mm -hmm. i'm sure it's available from all good booksellers but it's um, published with crossway in a nice uh, hardback book so it should mm -hmm. be a, a good one there yeah um it might also be worth mentioning um, a massive tome that is heading in our direction soon um, from John Piper. Um, many, many of you, I'm sure, have read uh, some of John Piper's books. Um, I find him really, really helpful. Uh, and uh, many people are saying that this could well be his magnum opus. It's a book called Providence on the sovereignty of God in all things and his providence for us. Um, and I'm sure... Uh, that will be worth a read. Piper says that he's been working on it for over 20 years. So it really is a almost a life's work put down on, on paper. So albeit it's very long, it's 750 pages, I'm sure that will do uh, as the world of good. I must admit I've pre-ordered one, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that coming in the post. I think it's coming out on the 1st of March. So those are some suggestions from me. Excellent. Yes. Uh, Mike Reeves, uh, I read his book on, on the Reformation, which I found very helpful. And I've listened to him, um, got some of his lectures online. And he's, he's very accessible. So I'm sure that'd be a, an excellent book. Um, the John Piper one sounds very intimidating, 750 pages. So, um, but I did notice it's available at very good prices because I think it's £30 sort of full price. But I think you can get it for £20 if, you, if your pockets are that deep. So Excellent. Well, let me mention one or two other new things that uh, uh, just come to my attention. Um, this has got an intriguing title. It's called Being the Bad Guys, How to Live for Jesus in a World that Says You Shouldn't. Um, it's by somebody called Stephen McAlpine, published by The Good Book Company. Uh, and the, the blurb about this just says this. It says the church used to be recognized as a force for good, but this is changing rapidly. Christians are now often seen as the bad guys, losing both respect and influence. In our post-Christian culture, how do we offer the gospel to those around us who view it as not only wrong, but possibly dangerous? And how do we ensure that the secular worldview does not entice us away with its constant barrage online and elsewhere of messages about self-determinism? So it's a, it's a book that's, uh, again, uh, I mentioned perhaps a similar title, last time about uh, engaging with, with the culture. Um, I haven't read this, but it, it sounds in, intriguing. Um, and 
I, I'm confident the book, book, good book company will publish something that will be very helpful. Um, and really, it's, it's trying to help us live effectively in, in a world which increasingly thinks, well, thinks very little of Christianity, either pays it no attention or thinks it's anachronistic. And uh, I think that it's an issue that we need some help on. And I hope this will be a book that will equip us to engage with our, our culture in a, in, a, in a biblical way. So I do recommend that. It's, uh, it's available now. Um, full price is $8.99. I'm sure it's available. Well, it's published by the Good Book Company. So it'll, I'm sure you can get it from a good, good book company for a good price. Then there's a couple of titles I just want to mention. Um, and I think they address issues that are particularly ac acute for people in the current period during lockdown and, and whilst we're in this, this unnaturally period of, uh, of uh, the pandemic. Um, they're looking at issues of contentment and self-control. Uh, first one's called If Only, and it's by Jenny Pollock. And it says, life doesn't always go the way we hope it will. Whether it's singleness, childlessness, or, or some other big disappointment, it's hard to be content when life lets us down. And it's a, it's a book that wants to point us to, I think, really engage honestly with sort of doubts we have about God, is, is, is God really good? Is, is he enough for us? Is it worth persevering when, when life isn't going the way that we want it to go? And she wants us to take our eyes off the things that we wish for and instead to enjoy the character of God that we have, a God who is good, a God who does meet our needs and whose promises are worth the wait. So I, I think that will speak to many people at this, this, this time. Uh, so I want to, to recommend that uh, if those are some of the issues that you're, you're struggling with, this might be a book um, to read and, and might be a, a help to you. And then um, there's a book called Willing But Weak, Fighting to Put Self-Control at the Heart of Christian Discipleship. Um, and again, I, I think that's a, an issue that probably is one for, for, for many people during this, this period when perhaps some of the, the normal boundaries aren't there. Uh, perhaps you're spending much more time at, at home. Perhaps you have more free time than you, you had when you had a, a busy life doing things outside the home. Um, and this is a, a fairly brief book by Paul Williams, um, nice and cheap, only $4.99. Um, I was just struck by what people were saying about it. Uh, Rico Tice, um, well-known evangelist who works at All Souls, he says, piercing and practical. I can't think of a timelier book in the last 30 years, which is pretty high praise. Um, and then Rodri Brady, who's the pastor at Alfred Place Baptist Church in, in Aberystwyth, he says, full of practical advice, convicting, countercultural and immensely helpful. And then finally, Matt Fuller, who's at Christchurch Mayfair, says, warm and wise, like listening to a father share biblical advice with his family. So I think that's a, a, a book that uh, well, will benefit many people from, from, from reading. So just wanted to mention those, those new titles. 
Um, and just one final heads up, because um, as many of you know, I'm a huge fan of Del Ralph Davis, and he's treading new ground. He's, uh, he's abandoned the Old Testament. He's written a, a two-volume commentary on Luke's Gospel, um, which I think is rather exciting. Not that I was especially looking for a, <laughs> a commentary on Luke, but... but I think next time I, I need to buy a commentary on Luke, uh, I should be looking at that because I found his his Old Testament commentaries are, are so helpful. Mm, um, very much so, yeah. Yeah, um, and I can't imagine that his his one on Luke won't be anything but helpful. So um, it's published by Christian Focus, as I say, in two volumes. Again, I think they're fifteen pound a throw, but uh, uh, I've seen them for, for you know pounds off that. So. Um, yeah, so those are just some ideas. Um, I think we'll, we'll put together a list of these titles that will go out with the, the email um, and some suggestions as to where you can perhaps obtain them. Uh, you can usually get very good deals on these. Um, I don't think any of them you'd have to pay full price for. And just to remind you, if you're quick off the mark, you can get your own free copy of um, Sinclair Ferguson to uh, to seek and to save take up to Easter Oh great, there's a, a wealth of riches there for us Roger, thank you for bringing those suggestions Thank you and I hope people will uh, you know, benefit from reading them <laughs>